found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. I'm telling you, Matthew Paul, I have yet to adapt to the time change. <laughs> I mean, issues. You know, my, my daughter was telling me that yesterday. She's like, I haven't, I haven't done this right. All I want to do is stay up late, and then I get up and... You're weary. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Uh, have issues readjusting that's for certain so i'm weary and hopefully i won't mess up too terribly bad what do we have what was that sort of 66 hours to yeah, adjust to adjust okay so we should supposedly be adjusted you should be fine now right but uh it's tough this um oh by the way somebody called me this morning and said uh, maybe i could pass along some recognition i don't know who they are there's a couple of ladies okay Every morning at 5 a.m., I guess they're out. They walk and they pick up trash. Really? Yeah. Wow. And they do it just to clean things up and make it look better. That's cool. Yeah. Just think if um, every neighborhood had a couple of those ladies. Yeah. Oh, it'd be spotless. <laughs> <And> just. <laughs> That's really cool. So, so thank you. Yes, ladies. And thank you for the uh, the call. This says that most beneficiaries of President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan plan to spend the money on travel and eating out. Hmm. It, it's So basically, is he giving them the money, then they're responsible to pay it? Is that what that's... I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. The survey conducted uh. October 20th by Intelligent.com. That sounds like something we created. Intelligent.com. <laughs> yes. Revealed that 73% plan to use the money up to $300 a month. I suppose that in lieu of their payment, they'll use that money rather than having to make a payment. Hmm. For non-essential items like dining out, travel, or smartphones. Oh, smartphones. (laughs) (laughs) That iPhone 14 is expensive. I get it. He announced in August that $10,000 in student loan debt would be forgiven. For those who earn less than 125 grand, with Pell Grants, those recipients receive an additional 10 grand in debt relief. The budget office estimated that the bailout would cost about 430 billion dollars to taxpayers. And I say, why now? There's been students for decades trying to pay back their student loans. Right. It's just one of those deals where is it really fair? Is this fair? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm warning you right now, you're going to open a can of worms. You're going to open a can of worms on this. Now, Republicans, of course, criticized it, calling it a bailout for the wealthy. The wealthy. <laughs> Six states sued to block the program, and the United States Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit issued an administrative stay on October 21st. Hmm. But again, what'd we go? What, a uh, couple of trillion for everyone's COVID relief? Yeah. $430 billion for certain Americans with student debt. Okay. Not all of you. Have... So what's the criteria? Do you know? Do you know what the what it is? I don't. Well, if you earn less than $125,000, you've got student debt up to $10,000. The government will okay. pay it off for you. Okay. What's that all about? I've, what about... 
Let's expand it even more. Credit card debt. All right. We'll uh, <laughs> let's just make it so, so the government pays for everything we do. Okay. <laughs> it's why stop there? What do we call that? There's a name for it. <laughs> when the government is saying, "What is that? What's that called?" I don't, I don't, I don't know. No. It just I did I don't understand it. You know, people were, okay, let's go back 40 years when the economy was as bad as it is now, basically, what they say. Sure. Jimmy Carter wasn't offering, or Ronald Reagan offering student debt forgiveness. They weren't uh, giving everyone an extra chunk of coal to heat their home. (laughs) Is that where we were 40 years ago? (laughs) We had coal, coal fired furnaces. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we had the coal crisis. Right. <clears throat> and that, that's when gasoline started going you know, nutty back in that era. But I just, I don't get it. Because, you know, I'd like to join the bandwagon here for credit card relief. I say we, we start a bill for that. <laughs> it doesn't have to be 10 grand. You know, right. Five grand, be good. Take some of that. <laughs> I don't know. What do you? How do you feel about it? Now you, I, you, went, know, okay. you went to college. Yeah, you and I never ended up with college debt. Right, our parents paid the right. bill and wasted their money basically right. on us. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, pops. So <laughs> I, you know, and this this is actually a good question because I have two kids. I'm one, I have a yeah. daughter who's you know she's very close. close. Yeah, she's a junior, and I'm just I'm just going into this assuming that. We're gonna have you know either us or her will have debt, right? Yeah, from school. Now she'll get quite a bit probably in scholarship funds. Yeah, yeah, because she's a smart right. student, right? But there's gonna be some loans that she's gonna well, get. We'll probably help her out with it. I guess yeah, I don't know, you but gotta, I mean, you know, you know, my allowance I think was twenty bucks back when I was in college. A month, <laughs> about yeah, it truly. Really, <laughs> But you could get a lot on that twenty. You could, you know, that, back that, in the day, that, that went far. Yeah. So it, it's a tough call, but it's only this group that currently has it, okay. And then from there, it's just gonna, you know, go away again. Now, is this making people decide they want to go to school now, if they can beat the deadline? Mm-hmm. You know, when? What does this go up to? Student loan ending X, okay. So here's a question. There's got to be a deadline. Here's a question. Okay. Let's say. Okay. Let me let me use me as an example. Right, Let's okay. say I want to to go back to school to to finish out my my degree. Okay. Will I get forgiveness from that loan? Well, see, there's got to be a stopping point somewhere where he says this is up to this date, we will forgive ten thousand dollars. You just can't keep doing it. Oh, <laughs> can you? I don't know. I, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know. So if you've got student debt, and again, this is being battled. Mm-hmm. because You know, just for me, from my end of things, and I've got nothing in it. Right. I've got no kids. I've got, you know, I've got nothing in it. Okay. <laughs> you got no skin in this game. <laughs> but it just doesn't seem right. I mean, yeah, things are tough, but, you know. You went to school, hopefully you're, you know, and I know it's not easy paying debt back. It's not. Any debt. Mm-hmm. But why this group? You know, why now? 
when things are so tight anyway. So that's. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Anyway, I, you know, it's not for me. You know, I, I'm just a voter, a lowly voter. <laughs> My vote counts. <laughs> and I'd say $5,000 for everyone. <laughs> it's 630. Second run on that, just give money away. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you won't have to do a thing. Right. Aren't there places where the government actually pays you? I mean, that's just your... The government basically takes care of you, don't they? What do you mean? Aren't there countries where that, you know... Weren't they talking about being like a... Like a retirement fund for all? Something, you know, where you... I don't remember. Of course, I'm not talking Social Security. Or, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're talking of Social Security, my friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure where you're. And they're probably, and it's probably a dream, right? Like a, a euphoric society where you, you know, it's oh. just you know perfect. Everybody makes that. Um, everybody makes the same. Finland. I think that's what you're oh, talking about. Okay, probably. Yeah, something similar to that. <laughs> We've got more tidbits coming up. Here, bro, on this Thursday morning, stick with us. This is Tidbits. Here we are, back on a Thursday edition of Tidbits. Here's a Democrat lawmaker that won his election by a landslide in Pennsylvania, despite being dead for a month. Oh, my. (laughs) Democrat Tony DeLuca was the longest-serving member of the Pennsylvania State House of Reps, won his re-election by a huge margin Tuesday. He served in the state house for nearly 40 years. Mm. During Tuesday's election, DeLuca nominated his challenger, Quinonia Zara Livingston of the Green Party. He beat Livingston by more than 70 percentage points. However, DeLuca died October 9th at 85 years of age. (laughs) Despite his death, Election officials were not able to remove him from the ballot in time for the election. So now what do you do? Doesn't it seem like there should be caveats and exclusions that if your opponent dies, then this happens? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. Like, it seems like that should be a thing. Because we've had this before where someone, this is nothing new, we've had this before where someone dies and they yeah. still get elected. Well, they say his uh, seat will probably be filled with a special election in early spring. So now you got to do it again. So now you have two elections. <laughs> they want him. I say prop him up there. <laughs> you know, like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> there he is. There. <laughs> <laughs> Movie's arm. Yeah. You know. This bill's a travesty. <laughs> flopping around. <laughs> Now they say in uh, in Georgia, their Senate race will go to a December runoff, right? Because nobody's got a fifty percent. So, yeah, because the way it was explained to me yeah. that it was if it's that close, yeah, they'll do a runoff. So now it's a runoff, runoff. <laughs> so uh, that'll take place in December, December sixth. Mm. Herschel Walker is a part of that, the former running back. And uh, he's going up against uh, Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock. So, Do you remember when he was, like, the guy? 
Like yeah, he, he was, was a big he was running back. The guy. He's the guy, I think, that, uh, what's his name, the coach Ditka spent all those draft picks for. Wasn't it Herschel Walker? Was it? When he was at New Orleans? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody like that. I just remember there was always a big deal made about his workout routine and how grueling it was. Yeah. But he's got lawsuits, plenty of them right now, against women. Oh. Women mm. that he was buying, paying for their abortions because he's getting them pregnant. Oh. So I don't. Politics, you know. Oh, you got to love it. Yeah. <laughs> if you do anything on earth, you want to be a politician. Man. Everybody's going to know what you've been up to. Okay. Now, uh, this is very important. Especially when you hit a certain level. Yeah, you hit a certain level yeah, and it's, it's like, like every single thing you've ever done is, yeah. Yeah. So, this uh, for bed bugs, okay? Oh. If you're going to do a little travel. <laughs> Here's how you uh, look for bed bugs. Okay. Before you unpack, turn all the lights off and use the flashlight on your phone. <laughs> okay. Then, uh. under the covers... You're going to check all the creases on the bed. The expert says bed bugs like to hang out in the corners and creases. <laughs> she explained that the reason you should check for bed bugs in the darks because they're nocturnal. So they're more likely to be out and about looking for their prey. Their prey. <laughs> she, Which is you. <laughs> she added that you should check for blood spots and take photos if you do find no, any indications no. of bugs and request a new room uh, on the other side of the hotel. And do it very angrily and loudly when you, <laughs> you know, don't be calm and collected. You do it very. Where are you looking for that for? They probably, they probably haven't changed your sheets of that room for over a month. What are you worried about? <laughs> <laughs> or helps hard to find. Mm. Uh, Users were shocked by the travel experts' video. <laughs> and many even said they're, they've been following these tricks for years. So remember, you pull out your phone, shut the lights out, and uh, take a look-see in the creases. They like to be in creases. No. Okay. It looks like spider webs, kind of, sort of. I can tell you, I've experienced it. Right. I got brand new furniture delivered that already had them had with them. it. Yeah. 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 I remember that whole <laughs> debacle. What are you doing? I even said that when I went in. I'm not going to get bud bugs on my. No, no. We... There they are. <laughs> there they are. Thanks a lot. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> All new research is focusing on. The 2020 election, finding that major political and social events <clears throat> like elections can have a big impact on psychological health and emotional well-being for all of us. It never ends, okay? <laughs> it just never ends. Yeah. Scientists say the major social and political events can have global impacts on sleep. Those sleepless nights then lead to significant fluctuations in the public's collective mood, well-being, and alcohol consumption. So <laughs> we're all grumpy, drunk, and mad. Sleep-deprived, angry. Just in time for the upcoming holiday yes, season. Yes, yeah. Just in time for Uncle Frank to come over. <laughs> 
with his hard political views. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, he's stout. Oh, yeah. On his views. Yeah. He's not going to. And he doesn't do any real research. <laughs> he just sees headlines and just spouts them, you know. Always the uh, entertainer of the family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this study strongly suggests political events have a far-reaching negative influence on public mood in a variety of ways. I've seen I've seen videos of people online that when it comes through, if their if their person didn't win, they are bawling, like bawling. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's like that happened when Trump was. I remember you many people are crying. that invest. Like, come on, man. There's more to life than politics. Like, there's more to life than getting that wrapped up in it. I know it's a big deal. I know that it affects our everyday life, but come on, man. Uh, you know, you and I, we've not bald. We, you know, we we move on. <laughs> we've okay. not bald. We hear, you're hearing from two non-balls. <laughs> we, 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 we just spout off. We've got the right two. We're old enough. <laughs> we say what's on our minds. <laughs> we're right. at that age where we're entitled to just blow off. Yeah. Now, this guy's labeled as the eggnog robber, a Texas man stuffing a bottle of eggnog down his britches and hairbrushes in his pocket and then fought with his tour employee. What are you doing? <laughs> he then pled the Fifth Amendment when they asked him his name. I plead the Fifth. Turns out... He's also wanted for violations of his probation for a previous injury to a child conviction. He was placed on five years probation back in 21 for hitting his four-year-old son. Mm. And in January, prosecutors filed to revoke that probation for numerous violations. Now he's stealing eggnog and hairbrushes. <laughs> what a combination. Wow. I love eggnog. I, don't know about I love eggnog. Eggnog's great. Now, I remember... Buying the carton eggnog back in the day when I was a kid, you know, the parents would buy. I thought it tasted terrible. Now, if you have the eggnog that's made from scratch and you add a little booze, yeah, it's great. <laughs> but that stuff from the carton back in the day was terrible. It's great now. Is it? It's so good. You, you probably hate it, but it's it's fantastic. <laughs> Just had a weird flavor. It's what basically is it? what's it's, in it. Eggs, yeah, that are pasteurized. Okay, um, like heavy cream, yeah, flavorings. Yeah, yeah. It's good, but in it's the really good. Okay, but in the store, there's no booze in it. I mean, you can buy if, it with booze, you, well, can but you? the ones I buy don't. You don't always have to have booze in, in everything you do, Tim. <laughs> oh, it's the holidays. You've got to to be able to put up with Uncle Frank. Oh. <laughs> This says a little Southern Comfort makes eggnog taste uh, Now, now, delicious. okay, let's talk All about right. Southern Comfort. They make a brand okay. of eggnog All right. that, that when you bite, it comes without out any alcohol. Okay. But their particular like brand of non-alcoholic eggnog yeah. is phenomenal. Okay, so you like that. That's, that's by far my favorite. And that's not readily available in your grocery store. Pretty much. It is? Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Of course, you know how long it's been since I've been to right. a Maybe not at the dollar store, you know. <laughs> Don't they Gas have station. an eggnog department? 
Yes, I'd like to pay four times more than I would at the grocery for this. <laughs> oh, look, this is last year's eggnog. All right, I mean, fantastic. Oh, Matt, you make me seem to be so terrible. <laughs> I just don't like the crowds. You know, the crowds. There's just... <laughs> Anyway, there we go. Our tidbits have come to a conclusion. It's 10 minutes away from 7. So okay, from 7. Yeah, it is. Basically out of time. It's like, what? No, it's not. <laughs> See, you're used to the old time. Yeah, I guess so. We fell back, so right now you think it's only, what, 5.50. Right. You're still in slumber. I guess so. <laughs> now I'm going to be angry. So <laughs> Sleep deprived. And you're going to let everybody know it. <laughs> I'm going to let everyone right. know. Spout off. <laughs> Dumbest thing we ever did was go to this. And do it nice and loud everywhere you go. <laughs> everywhere I go. <laughs> so, uh, there you go. Tidbits. I'll see you Bye, tomorrow. Matthew. I'll see you. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits. Tidbits.